Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from fantasyfootballscout.co.uk. My name is David and today I'm joined by Chris and Tom for the FBL fixtures release. That's right, the day is finally here when we find out who's going to have the best fixtures and the worst fixtures in the first six game weeks of the season and of course exactly when those fixture swings are going to occur as well. So it's the first day that we can start doing FPL planning. There's no prices yet but there's still plenty we can talk about. So um, yeah, let's uh, let's go to our, to our guest then. So we'll come to you first, Chris. Chairman of Fantasy Football Scout, how are you feeling today? It's a big, big day in the FPL community, isn't it? Oh yeah, I'm super excited. Like I'm routinely excited for football, but uh, this is this is like the start. This is when it starts to get real again. We've had almost like two weeks off, so that's been that's been enough, right? Too much. So so now I'm really excited. I'm excited to see where you know what the first week is always exciting, right? And then we're then to sort of get a flavour of uh, where we're going to be leaning with our players um, in that sort of first sort of eight nine games as well so yeah exciting exciting times for us and as an Everton fan <laughs> super excited to be part of this uh Premier League thanks for having us uh, uh yeah uh, by the skin of our skin of our teeth by the fingernails whatever uh we we, we kind of we stayed up yeah yeah so I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that that was going to be my second question was how you felt being allowed to be involved in in such a momentous day but you're straight on it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, a team that uh, didn't have quite so much of a, a flirtation with relegation last season was Aston Villa. Of course, that is your team, Tom, deputy editor of Fantasy Football Scout. You're probably a little bit, little bit more used to being at the table these days for this sort of thing. And yeah, in terms of your FPL uh, considerations, what are you looking out for from these fixtures? Well, I suppose this is where the planning starts for the new season. It feels like we can properly start now and start digging into those fixtures, captaincy rotations, defender rotations, that kind of thing. So... We're reacting to this live, so kind of bear with us or just have the first few fixtures dribble in and I can see that we've got um, Man City and Burnley. So, yeah, it's super exciting. Oh, that's a Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Friday, I think it's the Friday night one, isn't it, if I'm right? So, it, uh, it looks that yeah, way. Friday, Friday the 11th of August. Yeah, so what an amazing start. Company against Pep. Yeah. Better, could it? Well, uh, you've made an excellent point there in that um, the, all of this information is just just completely exploded onto the internet in just one massive info dump. And so our job here is kind of to sift through that as it's come out and throw it onto uh, what I'm going to put on the screen now, which is a big old grid of all 20 teams with with blank slots for their first six games. And whilst you guys are now going to, I'm going to instruct you guys to do some talking so I can do some typing <laughs> and I'm going to start populating what's on the screen with you some start, of these 
typing. Yeah, I'm going to start typing. But You've got yes, the opening weekend. Yeah, opening weekend. About that first? Just going to say, yeah. Man yeah. City Friday night, first game week of the season. It's going to be all hell breaking loose on that team news, right? Because everybody's going to be even more excited to predict that Pep lineup on the first night. It's going to be exciting, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely is. And I mean, we spoke about captaincy there. You know, last season it was just Haaland, wasn't it? He was dominating that chat. And it looks like that Friday night game. I'm just scanning the other fixtures now. But captaincy on Haaland on that Friday night to kick us off. Um, it's going to be a popular one, isn't it? It's going to take a brave soul to go against him on that Friday night, I think. I mean, you've, you've got Arsenal Forest. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah, Brighton Luton. I guess yeah. depends where Brighton are and who, who they're at. I guess it's the points of suit. It is. You're right. It is. There's, you know, Chelsea, Liverpool, Brentford, Spurs, Newcastle, Villa, Sheffield United, Palace, Man United, Wolves, Everton, Fulham, Bournemouth, West Ham. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, Matt, it's hard to look beyond that first fixture really for your captaincy and your your your, your heavy hitters. It makes you feel straight away you're going to want three city if you, if you didn't anyway, right? Right for the start. So, uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive opportunity there for them to to get off to a good start defending the title. But that Arsenal fixtures is interesting as well, Chris. Home against Forest, a side who don't travel particularly well. For any of your kind of maverick managers who want to back against Haaland in the first, that's probably the fixture, isn't it? It's the one that yeah, jumped out to me. Absolutely, you know, with the with your Sackers or your Odegaards or Martinelli or you know Jesus back uh, and f- with a full season behind, pre-season behind him. Um, it's yeah. going to be interesting. Obviously, the Nottingham Forest lineup. If their transfer window is anything like uh, <laughs> last year, could be could be a whole different sixty players uh, that are involved in that one for them. But uh, but yeah, no, that could be that could be a that's got to be a, a you know if, if Arsenal come into it with the mood they kind of were at large parts of last season, you think that's that's got to be one you're looking at. Um, as well. What about Luton? What do you think about Luton Town against? I mean, Luton is surely going to be, you know, one we're we're looking at as one of the potential weaker sides to target. A bit of an unknown, obviously, but Brighton, we're scoring goals for fun. As the they, a cliche, boom, drop straight in. Thanks, people. <laughs> what, um, what time is that? Five <laughs> <laughs> We should have a klaxon that goes off. But, uh, but yeah, Brighton is um, Brighton. Luton. Yeah, that's a good, great got fixture. Some Brighton assets there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Matoma, Marsh, fit Evan Ferguson, possibly. Let's see what price he comes in at. But if he's six million, something like that could be an option because I'm just looking a little bit ahead. And I think Brighton's first three fixtures look pretty good. We won't discuss that too much now, but I think they follow it up with Wolves and West Ham as well. So you've got a good, good three game run there if you wanna if you wanna go with a couple of Brighton players. So um then beyond that, there's quite a few tricky fixtures, you know, Liverpool against Chelsea. Um Salah was generally the when you go against Haaland, you generally look to to Salah for the captaincy, but that feels like quite a tough fixture, knowing that it's Pochettino's first game in charge of Chelsea. So um, yeah, that that might be and Brentford, who are traditionally very good at home um, against Spurs with the and the new management as well. So that's a couple of big big fixtures to start the season, but tricky ones from an FPL point of view to call, I think. So. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, Brentford very strong at home, and um, obviously no Tony for that. Um, but yeah. you know, here's what they'll who they'll get alongside of where I mean it did pretty well without him to be fair at the end of last season, last season anyway. I'm just what gonna about you? what about your team? Newcastle Villa, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah. I'll be quiet. <laughs> oh sorry, David. Yeah. No, I was I was back well tell you what, I'm just gonna jump in, answer that question in a second, Tom. I've put on the screen now Liverpool and City's first six, which are probably where people are gonna be having an eye on because you mentioned Liverpool are away to Chelsea first game of the season. It's then Bournemouth at home, Newcastle away, Ooh. Villa at home, Wolves away, West Ham at home for Liverpool. So 
worth considering that, I suppose. And then the Man City one is Burnley away, Newcastle at home, Sheffield United away, Fulham at home, West Ham away and Forest at home. So City's <laughs> fixtures looking really tasty. Yeah. Liverpool's, they do yeah. start with that Chelsea game. So I'm really sorry. Do answer Chris's question because I don't want to tread on his toes. <laughs> but, the, but now we're starting to get the first six blobs for some of these teams. It's worth considering yeah. that as well. So yeah, I'm going to be quiet again. I'm going to go back to my keyboard. <laughs> No, no, those, those are the big talking points we want to discuss, isn't it? That, that City kind of Liverpool first six fixtures. But yeah, going back to Villa, yeah, quietly optimistic. We kind of, um, we were struggling big time last November when, when Gerard was, uh, just before he was sacked. And, you know, it, it, I think it, the season could have gone the way that Everton's did if we if we didn't make Which the right manager appointment. Heroic, you mean? The heroic season. <laughs> Last day of the season, heroics, yeah. But, I mean, it could have gone that way, but that that's the the Emery appointment just galvanised the club at the right time. And it's really exciting to think what he's going to do in the transfer window now. Yeah. Because he only signed... Um, Alex Moreno was his only really signing in January. We signed a, a youngster from America to Durham, but it wasn't one of his signings, really. So... You know, we've been we've already got Tillemans in on a free transfer. Yeah, that's a great um, signing. That's a great I think signing. So. I, I, it's I, potential. I, think, I, yeah. I think Villa, yeah, he did an incredible job. I thought, yeah, it, as you say, a bit all over the place. Obviously, Gerard sort of got got the sack, and 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 then the tr- transformation was incredible. And and look, the, yeah. you know, every match we're going and expecting to win, regardless of the opposition. And obviously, Watkins was kind of back in. Uh, Back in uh, back in in, in the fort in, in form that people were kind of you know seen in in, in spats before and yeah it's a really decent side there do you, do you, do you, where do you do you think there'll be a lot of transfers a lot of movement about where do you yeah think, I, I, where do you think the yeah. players are going to come well I think we need reinforcements up front you mentioned Watkins then but beyond Watkins given that we're in Europe now in the Conference League you're going to need a little bit more depth I know Asensio was linked a couple of weeks ago from Real Madrid. But um, I think that might be a bit. There was rumours of PSG being involved. So if it's a straight shootout, I doubt we'll end up at Villa. But it's that kind of we're looking for that quality of signing. I think to kind of take us onto that next level. But we definitely need reinforcements in attack and in the kind of the wide positions through the middle. Yeah, and it's a tough. It's a tough start at Newcastle, which I can see see that's dropped in now. That that's you know it's a really tough start. We had a good, we we beat them comfortably in our last match at home, three um, 0 in that one. So um, yeah, I, I look at these fixtures more optimistically than what I would have done, you know, maybe this time last year. So uh, and then we follow up with Everton, funnily enough, Chris at home in game week two. So, so uh, well, so two, so your best hope is two points from those first two, right? <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, I mean it's interesting. David's working. Working stoically in the background to fill these. He's doing a great job, actually. So we'll leave him there. But he's starting to fill things up. We we can start to see on on David's sheet. We've got some of the big guns first six, which is what a good thing to focus on. I know David will want to do that in a minute. But looking at um, Villa's not in there, so you can't talk about that much more. We've got Arsenal, Man City, and Liverpool, and United now going in and Chelsea. Man City first six, Burn- Burnley away, Newcastle at home. Sheffield United away, Fulham at home, West Ham away, not surprised at home. Newcastle aside, which will be, uh, you know, uh, that looks a pretty tasty first six for Ooh. City. Um, yeah, I'd be very surprised if they're not top of our season ticket once it's all loaded in for the first six game weeks. I mean, that is a, and even the Newcastle matches at home, isn't it? It isn't like they've yeah. got to go to St. James's Park or anything like that. So that is Man City triple up. And I think, time of the season when they are not juggling Champions League and things like that. So you would hope that to start as strongly as they do, you know, 
you have to get so many points to win the league now. You can't really let up in the first few weeks. You have to kind of hit hit the ground running, don't you? And so that those those first few fixtures. No, it's really incredibly important. For, uh, I mean, you, 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 it's yeah. hard to. I mean, like you say, without without the distractions of, of 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 European football, obviously it's still Pep, and we don't know who they're going to sign and what changes are going to mm. be. You know, but you, you're going to be thinking. It's already depending on prices, which we don't know. I mean, it's a whole other conversation. But depending, you know, it's 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 it already looks a little bit like there might be a bit of an early Harland perma captain situation again, because yeah. like yeah, for for you know Burnley, Burnley, Sheffield United, you know Forest, Fulham weren't so bad defensively. They tell at the end of the season, but yeah, Newcastle improved. You know, like yeah. a lot of those games is going to be the 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 lead sort of. Uh, Asset. I mean, depending on who comes in the summer, who comes and goes in different clubs. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's fascinating. But, um, but handily in that game week two, when they play Newcastle at home, Salah has Bournemouth at home. So you've got a ready-made little rotation for the first oh, two nice. three weeks there. I you. I mean, it's going to be a lot of money. Where was you know you mentioned prices then? I mean, what Haaland maybe thirteen and a half million at a guess, something like that. Salah thirteen million probably. It's a fair chunk of your budget, isn't it? But we know what those two can do. Yeah, it would take care of captaincy um, for the first few weeks. Right? No, definitely, and I think I think yeah, I, I, I that would be a great pairing. I mean, you can see, mm. but apart from that, look at talking about Liverpool. Liverpool, so away to Chelsea, as you say, Poch's first game going to be that's not going to be an easy one. Mm. Home to Bournemouth, um, yeah, should you know traditionally that would be, good, but they didn't do so well against Bournemouth uh, away, obviously, but but uh, home maybe no. not so, and then. Newcastle and Villa, like, you know, sort of Newcastle away, mm. tough, tough fixtures St. James's. Villa, as we've been saying, in, in good form, you know, okay, it's uh, at, uh, at um, Anfield, but, and then Wolves, well, that's, those are pretty, pretty, that's, that's a pretty challenging start. Um, obviously, yeah. they've not got a, a, another, you know, Newcastle's only one of the top four in, uh, in there, but, but you know, you, you expect Chelsea to come again, you know, and be a different side coming back this season. So that's, you know, maybe once you get into Wolves and West Ham, that it starts to get a bit easier. But those first three or four, um, yeah, apart from, like you say, Bournemouth going in with, uh, that's, it looks like a Salah captaincy so far. We've got to look at all their options out of that. That would be a really strong option. But it's not a great, it's going to be a, a, a tough start for, for, for Liverpool there, I think. You've mentioned Chelsea, yeah, so I'm just going to quickly that. jump in on Chelsea because I actually quite like their fixtures here because there's a bit of um, yeah. jiggery-pokery going around because Luton are having to play um, a, a number of their first few games of the season away from home so that they definitely um, get the Kenilworth Road up to standard in time. And that means that there are a couple of teams that are playing at home more often in the first few game weeks. And so Chelsea, whilst they do start off with that uh, having to play Liverpool in the first game week. They're actually at home three times in the first four. So they're at home yeah. to Liverpool, um, which, you know, obviously is a challenging one, but away to West Ham and then at home to Luton and then at home to Forest and then away at Bournemouth. So the first five for Chelsea look really nice because you've got three at home. You've got three teams that are new to the Premier League over the last two seasons. And they're going to be so much cheaper this year because they've had that massive drop off in price because they just had yeah. such a terrible year last year. And well, if Poch can, can can get them firing, and we've actually got a video on the channel as well about um, and Kunku looks like a really exciting signing. So I don't know what do you guys think about Chelsea? I I, I quite like that. I think I might have a Chelsea player in my game with one team based on those fixtures. Yeah, I think so. I I think I think you know we're going to obviously want to look back at you know whether Reese James is kind of coming back as an option and what his 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 fitness has been over the pre pre season. Chilwell as well. I mean, those were you know 
for such a long period, they were kind of, you know, essential to have at least one of those. So I think they're definitely, it's just a bit harder up front, isn't it? That's the thing. It's just, you know, in the midfield and up front, they've got so many players and they haven't really found the formula yet. So kind of almost might leave, I might get, you know, one of, I'm probably looking at Chelsea defender and then maybe wait and see how the first game goes and see how they line up. What yeah. do you think, Tom? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, um, I never liked booking in transfers at the beginning of the season, but with somebody like with so many unknowns with Chelsea at the moment, but if Munkunku starts the first couple of games and, you know, not necessarily goes crazy, but just looks good in that team, whether or not he's playing off another striker or leading the line or out wide, but if he looks good, then game week three, yeah, Luton home, Forest home, Bournemouth away. I mean, you don't get better fixtures than those, do you? So... There's going to be, yeah, there's there's going to be massive interest in them um, from game week three onwards, I think. So, and then I'm just looking at Spurs as well under new management and they've got a tough start with Brentford and Man United, but then they've got Bournemouth, Burnley and Sheffield United. There's going to be yeah. loads of, uh, we're already plotting little fixture runs in the first six. Yeah, I know, this is great. This is what we wanted. This is exactly what we wanted. Some things to yeah, get yeah. to do and... I've got so, Harry yeah, in the chat. FPL Harry's in the chat and he's saying, we are rubbish. Why would you want a Chelsea player? So there you go. Expert well, you insight were, advice. You, for you three times. He, he finished like 500th this year, I think. He's, he's been in the top yeah, sort of yeah. 2K last three seasons. So there's a Man United listener and a Chelsea fan. Um, so sorry the only thing in the chat which i think you've corrected but i think it was a, added a little bit of hilarity was we had spurs yeah <laughs> top, which will be a good opportunity for spurs to get some points that is very true board, yeah. don't worry i have fixed that now and i should just apologize on stream as well so much of this information is just getting lobbed at the wall in one go that there may be anything so if you do spot anything on my spreadsheet that is wrong please tell me and i will let you know the, you're doing I've a brilliant it. job. You're doing a brilliant job. <laughs> Thank you. you. I'm going to dive back in. I'm going to dive back into it. Cool. Okay. So we talked about Chelsea a bit, yeah. Um, we talked about Liverpool having a bit tough. Man City looking very tasty. What about United? Um, United mm. have got Wolves at home, game week one, uh, away to Spurs, um, home to Forest, away to Arsenal, home to Brighton, away to Burnley. So very mixed there. You know, you've got yeah. home tie against Forest. Um, you know, Wool and Wolves and away to, to Burnley in amongst Spurs, Arsenal and Brighton, all three quite challenging games based on last year's form. So will you be thinking Man United early on? You think, I mean, is Rashford already what that one of those players you've just got to have in? Um, I think it probably a bit depends on your strategy. And if you're, if you're a manager who's maybe likes to play a wild card early in, say, game week four, something like that, around about that international break, which is around about that time, then you might look at United in a different light because you see Wolves and Forest at home, obviously two really good fixtures. If you're then, if you're then thinking, oh, I'm going to try and make it to game week seven, eight, nine before playing the wild card, then the, the fixtures look, they look pretty tough. I mean, there's three tough ones there, isn't there? Tottenham, Arsenal, Brighton. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it might depend on chip strategy, the way you're looking at it. But um, Wolves and Forest are home very good for somebody like Rashford. He's going to get a price hike, obviously, this year, isn't he? Yeah. Nine, nine million, nine and a half million, probably something like that. So, what do you yeah, think is yeah, with Fernandez? I mean, talking of price, I mean, there's, there's a few mm. models out there. Our own uh, friends at Live FPL have got some pricing uh, predictions up. I think we're looking at using them in a few other articles and things, you know, and and and, and some some planning tools. Do, do you think? Do you think United are going to? I know it's an off topic from the fixtures, but do do you think? 
surely Fernandez is going to have to come down as well. Um, you know, so will he suddenly become in this predictive tool, which again, we're not going to spend the time talking about, but is you've got 9 million Rashford, 10 Fernandez. I think for me, I'm okay. still Rashford on that, if that is the case, but obviously it's a prediction. Yeah, I think he's just got that bit of a, well, that additional goal threat, hasn't he? And you get obviously more points for that. Fernandez is creative. He's he got used, penalties. He used to have a goal threat for Fernandez, didn't he? <laughs> but then they when he was on, yeah, yeah, when they got about 10 penalties in a year, yeah. But he does, he takes a lot of shots, but a lot of them from long range, aren't they? So I, I would prefer Rashford if you gave me a choice out of the two. And we're yeah. probably expecting him to be a million pound cheaper or half a million cheaper, something like that. So yeah, that's, that's quite an interesting one with those United fixtures, though, because two of the first three are good, but only three of the first six are good. So, yeah, yeah something to consider with United. So it's probably not going to be a heavy thing, and you, you know, maybe not. Like, last year it was Rashford and Shaw, and with a bit of Fernandes with a kind of favourite. Mm. So we talked about a few big games. What about Arsenal? I don't know if we talked about Arsenal yet. We've got Arsenal, their lineup is Forest at home, game week one, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Palace away, Fulham at home, uh, United at home, Everton away, and Tottenham at home. So, Forest, Palace, Fulham in the first three. Now, obviously, Palace, uh, whoever's, you know, who's managing Palace now? I should know this. Or we, don't, we don't know yet. We don't know. Yeah, we, I mean, we we think we thought Hodgson might, having done so well, stay on. But as far as I'm aware, there hasn't been any form Boy, of announcement. He's a legend. Yeah. He surprised us all, didn't he, last year? I think everybody wrote him off. And uh, they were brilliant with Eze and Alise. Really exciting team. So, uh, but, but the Arsenal fixtures, I mean, it's interesting there. They've got... Four home games, I think, if I'm right in saying, in the, in the first home, six. Yeah. yeah, which is, I, I, you know, I'm always looking for teams with reasonable home fixtures to start. And if you've got four of the first six at home. And, you know, Palace away, could, it's, could, a, it's a London club as well. It's not a big travelling mm. thing. It's, they probably bring a decent crowd to that. I think, yeah. I think you know, those first three look pretty tempting. You know, obviously, we don't know what's going to be in or who they're going to buy this summer. And, they, you know, they were very... They, they came together pretty well towards the end of the season, although it didn't look like necessarily a club that was going to keep a lot of clean sheets. Um, but, yeah, Fulham, again, they they had a... Fulham, I thought they really kind of outperformed. We had Silva, I'm an Everton fan, my sins. Uh, and we had, you know, we had Silva for a while and he was he was okay for us, but he's done a great job at... Uh, Yes. At, um, at Fulham. And they, they look, you know, they kind of went on the beach a bit towards the end of the year, but they looked a decent outfit. They 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 could, and with Mitrovic, you know, anything can happen, right? Yeah, I, I yeah, everybody that everybody was saying Fulham are on the beach, and then they actually finished quite strongly after that and threw that theory completely out of the water. So they they've actually mm-hmm. they actually finished and they're a good team, you know, Pereira, Mitrovic, I, I think Polina in midfield's really good. So I think, yeah, I think Fulham can you know. A lot of people thought they'd go down last year and they just proved all those people wrong. And it, it wouldn't surprise me if they were mid-table again next season. Yeah, um, yeah. So they're not going to be a, an easy an easy thing. No, I don't what, think about, so. what about Newcastle? That's one of the, I think Dave's new things. Newcastle's, I guess, you know, top four now. So what do you think of their fixtures? Just running through it for the podcast. We've got Villa at home, Man City away, Liverpool at home, uh, Brighton away, Brentford at home, and then uh, Sheffield United away. Um, not bad, not a bad start. You know, City and Liverpool in the first three is probably not <laughs> ideal, but uh, and Villa, as you yeah. say, you know, a different proposition from the start of last season. So. That looks hard, hard to me. Yeah, I think I'd be happy to avoid any Newcastle with that opening run. I mean, yeah, sit, sit Villa, City, Liverpool, and Brighton in the first. Yeah, that's not then, a great. That's Brentford. not a great start, is it? You're not gonna. You're not gonna be sitting no. there going, "Well, it's twelve points easy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Brentford. No. Brentford are no mugs either. So, no, that's like, really tough. To yeah. Look a bit further ahead to the swings there. I know we've only got the first six in. That's what we're focusing on. Can't believe we only put the first six in, David. You know, you did it the whole season. That's, 
Talking of tough starts as well, I mean, I'm just scanning Forest's fixtures as well, and yeah, they're I've just absolutely brutal. I mean, I've got two reasonable home games, but so they've got they've got Arsenal away, Sheffield United home, Man United away, Chelsea away, Burnley home, Man City away. So four really tough away games. That's not there. a great start. That's not a confidence giving start to the season, is it? Um, no. No, I think Gibbs White can 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 wait while yeah, looking at that. I think so. Uh, yeah, that that looks really tough. So Newcastle and Forest, um, really tough starts there. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, did we talk about Spurs yet? I don't know if we got gone through them. Or we have. No, we we touched on it very briefly, but not properly. No. Not sure. Obviously, new manager. Not sure exactly who's going to be there. Not be there. You know, will will Harry be there? We don't know. Um, Brentford away, first game, uh, United at home, then Bournemouth and Burnley away, three and four, home to Sheffield United and then away to Arsenal. That's, you know, so a run of, of Bournemouth, Burnley, Sheffield United, three games, that's pretty yeah. good. Although mm. they are, two of them are away, so, you know, you, you don't know there. But with United and, and Brentford in the first two, again, maybe it's one you hold off for. Um, yeah, I think I'd, yeah, I'd probably agree with that, I think. Um, I mean, there's a lot of unknowns with the new manager coming in, isn't there? I saw we wrote a scout report, which is on the site, and looked at his tactics at Celtic. And he plays these kind of inverted fullbacks, which could be really interesting for somebody like Pedro Porro, who finished the season strongly at Leeds. Now, if he's priced at five million, he might be somebody that people look at. But there's it's a tough, tough first couple of fixtures, and so that might be a bit like Chelsea. I mean, we're quite fortunate in the way that Chelsea and Spurs start with. Um, two trickier fixtures. West Ham away won't be easy for Chelsea. So that might just give us time to kind of watch those first two games, monitor them, see what they're doing tactically, and then move in in game week three once they once they go on some really good runs. So yeah, we should. Someone in the uh, chat has said that the Forest game week two. Ever. Yeah, I I'll just check that. I don't actually. I, from what I can see, that is correct. They are playing Sheffield United at home. Um, Sorry, FPL. Maybe maybe that was being changed as we do it. Yeah, it's, maybe. It, or maybe you just think it's an error they're playing against Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a Forest fan. It's like, oh, I don't want to play them. Um, but yeah. yeah, thank you to everybody in the chat who's, who's helped tweak a few things there. That's really helpful. So um, yeah, and just on what you mentioned there, Tom, yeah, there is a scout report also on the YouTube channel as well, which is actually based, handily enough, on that article. So thank you for the article. Um, it's helped uh, generate a video as well. So if you if you want to go and check out a little bit more information on on Postacoglu and, and that tactical um, enigma that he has, is hopefully going to bring to Spurs with his fullbacks, then yeah, do, do have a look at that. But the one thing about him, as you said, that he's very attack-minded as well. So one of the things that I said on that video was we should be looking out to see how much he sticks to that in preseason because from what I'm looking at, from the way that he, how committed he is to attack, clean sheets seem kind of unlikely. But in those first two games, if they if they do okay, um, then, you know, that's something I want to see. Like, how much is he going to sacrifice his love for attacking football to maybe shore them up? Because they do need it, don't they? So, yeah. Yeah, the it's interesting, isn't it? I've, I, I've, 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 I was kind of surprised, like... Spurs have good attacking assets. I mean, you know, they've got a good attacking players. They've, they've, they've obviously they've had some injuries and, and you know, spots of form. But you know, Kane's great. Son's a great attacking, you know, heck of an attacker. Um, Kulisevsky was a brilliant when when he, when he came in. Richarlison, yes. I was a fan. I was gutted when we lost him. I think he's he's great. You've got fullbacks that push on. Uh, you know, they've got a pretty formidable front line there potentially depending how you line it up and and they, they didn't look like it a lot of the season though certainly not towards the end no. um 
So maybe maybe that you know he's the sort of manager that maybe can just unlock that or, or find the right formula and and, yeah. and get them get them in there. I, I don't know. It, it, I think you know Conte did a lot of great stuff, but I think he also upset some of that forward line a bit with the way wasn't it Perisic didn't was kind of inhibiting Son a bit, wasn't he? And that didn't quite work yeah. in the way that they kind of hoped. And uh, although he was you know Perisic again is a great sort of uh, player in terms of getting forward and creating chances as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, it could be yeah. could be interesting. But do we like those fixtures? Then do we think? Do we think? I mean, unknown, but I don't know. There's three. Yeah, week three. Yeah. Bournemouth, Bournemouth, and Burnley and Sheffield United seem like a good time to be to yeah. get in. If... They seem like a good. So I always like to roll my transfer game week two and then do a bit of a mini wildcard game week three. Like you know, three changes for a minus eight, a minus four. Sorry, um, and bearing in mind that Spurs' assets probably will still be kind of. Like they're gonna, it's tricky, I suppose. Like their defenders should come down. You think Son should come down, but Kane, if he does stay, should probably stay at the price that he is because he had his yeah. best ever season. But for the most part, they're gonna be middle to middling premiums probably in in their brackets. And so you would maybe need a number of different switches, like a, a mini wildcard with the three transfers to get onto them. So it's it it seems like game week three would be the time when we would switch to them with having seen what Postecoglou can do in the first two weeks. Um, I think I think that's going to be probably what what we do with it. But who knows with Kane? Like if Kane stays, I I would back him to score against Brentford and United. So and then I usually like to have the premiums in my team in game week one and move away from them rather than not have them and have to break my team to get them in. So the, it's annoying because the Kane saga will dictate like so much of of what we do. I think with Spurs. I've noticed in the I've noticed in, in live FPL's player predictions, which is just an AI predictive model. Uh, they don't actually have Kane in the squad as yet, so I don't know if that's like an early. <laughs> I don't know if they've something. got they've got some information we don't have. Maybe that's an AI predicted transfer, but uh, yeah, they have Son at ten, but they don't have a Mashalson at eight and Kulu at eight seven point five, but they don't have a Kane in there. So uh, I'm sure that's because yeah. it's not they've not got all the players in yet. But, uh, but yeah, um, I think, yeah, that's I think with Spurs, I think for my purse, if they could sign like a creative midfielder like a playmaker, a bit like Madison, who I know they've been linked with, just to go and help them with that. They struggled a bit with their creativity last year. So if if they could get someone new in who could maybe take the creative burden away from, or, or at least work alongside somebody like Kane, um, a lot was on his shoulders last year, wasn't it? So yeah. I think that if they could, that would that would make me more optimistic that their attack was going to really fire in, in kind of the opening weeks. But uh, I do think well, if Kane's still at the club, I mean, he'll probably go in as a differential uh, in in the opening because everybody will have Haaland. And I think a lot of people will go to Salah because of that game week too. So again, a bit like so much of last year, Kane might not be massively owned if he's 12 million or something like that. So really well, Let me in the indulgence as sparked by something in the chat here. Have, uh, thank you, Joseph Robinson. Lovely gentleman that you are. Uh, <laughs> Everton game week one should be a mistake. It should be Plymouth they play. We'll have to wait for the season. Thank you for that. You might probably another season could be right. Um, but yeah, looking at as an Everton fan, I'm looking at this. I'm looking at uh, Everton game at one Fulham home, a Villa away, Wolves home, Sheffield United away, Arsenal home, Brentford away. Um, I know not people are going to be piling into Everton, um, but you know I think we'll be tar- I think we'll be hard to beat. I think defensively mm-hmm. something to look at uh, depending on the prices w- w- being offered there. So. You know the lights of the uh, Tarkowski's and the and the and maybe Patterson as well. He's been mm. he's the preferred option at right back if he's fit. Could be in a rotation, um, right? Because you've got Wolves at home and Sheffield United away three and four. 
you, I mean, maybe even Fulham at home game at one, possibly. You know, if you've got like a 4.5 or a 4 million in there who you can yeah. just swap in for a couple of those, you, oh, yeah. you know, you could be going into game at one with a very cheap Everton player that you don't need until game week, yeah, three or four. Um, and then Tom Johnson says Calvert Lewin in. If, if Calvert Lewin <laughs> is in the squad, if he's off the treatment table, then yeah, that'd be a great option. <laughs> we shall see. What do you want to? Did you talk about Villa, uh, Tom? Do you want to have a word about your your lineup? Yeah, their fixtures are yeah, all in so, as well. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, we kick off. We mentioned it earlier with Newcastle away. Obviously, a really tough place to go, St James's Park. But we we did well previously against them earlier on in this uh, last season. Then then we're at Villa Park in game week two for Everton. Tough game. And then we uh, then we then we uh, then we travel then we, we travel to Burnley. So newly promoted Burnley in game week three. Then we're away at Liverpool. So we've actually got three out of our first four are away. Um, but we did very well away under MRA. So um, that might not be a, a deal breaker there. Then we've got Palace at home five, Chelsea away six. So yeah, like a lot of these teams, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, I'm not sure if the fixtures are quite strong enough in the opening few to be looking at somebody like Watkins. I mean, the great thing is he's nailed on. Um, he's going to have a price hike, isn't he? Um, obviously, second half of the season was was really, really strong, really consistent. Tailed off a bit towards the end, but generally very good. But yeah, I'm, I'm not quite. I'm not quite sure what. I'm, I'm probably thinking not start with anybody from Villa. Just on obviously we're reacting to this as as they're released. So we need a bit of thinking time. But initial reaction is certainly maybe yeah. maybe not go for anybody there. Um, but certainly optimistic uh, across the season and um, yeah. beyond game week six, we'll, we'll we'll hit a good run. And then obviously players like Alex Moreno, Watkins are going to be on the radar. Yeah. So we said Arsenal and City look promising um mm. some, you know Chelsea have some nice fixtures in after after the Liverpool game um Newcastle and you know a bit maybe wary and Forest wary mm. um Spurs depends how they're going Brighton another team that was scoring uh, yeah. as I said before game week, game week one is Luton uh, two ways to Wolves uh then West Ham at home Newcastle at home and United away and Bournemouth at home so Four, four home games again there, um, and Luton home. I mean, we mentioned that earlier when we first talked about the first week reveal. That's the first thing that came out. That looks pretty tasty. So definitely some chat in the chat about Brighton assets. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm already looking at that. Luton, Wolves, West yeah. Ham. I mean, you know, maybe Newcastle United, not so much. But I'm definitely thinking one or two Brighton have to be in there. I guess it's yeah. who you want, isn't it? What do you think, David? Yeah, I think with Brighton, they're definitely going to have their prices hiked. So it's going to have to be... We'll have to see. So, who was it mentioned in the chats? Uh, S. Bam said, and CISO might still be cheap because he didn't really play that much last season. So, him being, yeah. it's hard to see him above five point five, really. And with uh, with McAllister gone as well, it's just one additional person who was in that rotation removed from the equation. Um, you'd like to think that that's going to be more minutes for him. And so, is he going to be cheap enough for us to three five two it possibly, or is he going to be cheap enough to allow us to have Kane, Harland, and Salah if they're all still there? Um, if you've got like a 5.5 minute struggle, because I would I would look at those games and feel like Brighton could could score in them. I think it's also possible we need to see prices as we as we say. But if we've got some cheap defenders, possibly, then there's possibility for an entry of a cheap Brighton defender into a rotation because yeah. Luton at home, Wolves away, and then you wouldn't really want Brighton defence probably for West Ham and Newcastle or Man United, but you might want them for Bournemouth in game week six, and so. Yeah. The more that we have these fixtures in front of us, the more I'm sort of trying to now match up 
like little patterns of, of rotations between each of these two teams, uh, each of these 20 teams. And that's one thing that we should just say is that the, the Fantasy Football Scout season ticker is going to be uh, live at some point today uh, that will help you uh, ascertain where those little rotations are. So, and that's all sort of, you know, done by a supercomputer, as they call it in the press. Um, and uh, we're just sat here with our human reaction to it and sort of picking out a few things. And so another one I, I guess I've just noticed is I think Brentford could also be involved in one of these as well, because you wouldn't really want a Brentford defender for game week one against Spurs, but Fulham away, Palace at home, Bournemouth at home, you would. Newcastle away, you wouldn't game week six home against Everton you probably would and so yeah. if we can I mean the problem is Brentford defence did really 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 well much better than Brighton's did so their prices may go up this is another opportunity for me to plug another video on the channel we did a scout report on Mark Flecken the new Brentford goalkeeper and if the prices work out that they drop at a spe- if the prices work out in such a way that Raya is priced as a Brentford player you'd like to think he's going to be 5 million and they would have yeah. to price Flecken and uh, I always forget the name of the other guy that who's there the guy who's played for Lazio um, Strakosha Strakosha that's, that's it they would theoretically have to price those two as 4.5 and mm. if we can get a 4.5 Brentford goalkeeper in that fixture rotation that would yeah. be really yeah. really nice but it's all sort of it is dependent on when the prices drop but yeah I think um, that's it yeah so I was going to say about goalkeepers you're talking about Brighton and Brentford and defence so I was saying you're not, we're not going to get steel at 4 million are we and Raya was you know and will be again I guess a different club a, 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 you know a great great keeper he's, he's the save points he was getting every match you know he, he was always even if Brentford didn't keep a clean sheet he was, he was there with decent number of saves and, and and picked up some bonus he was it was a great option and obviously uh, Steele likewise um I don't know. Do, I mean, I guess it's whether. Do you think there's still going to be back to a, a debate between Steele and and Sanchez next next year? I mean, you know, it's, it looks like Steele is very much the number one, right? Um, yeah. And and Sanchez so. kind of threw his, his toys out the pram a little bit towards the end of the season. Uh, you know, he's professional football; he does do that. But you know, do we do we think that's likely to happen? I mean, we don't know, but. I, I think that Steele will, will go into the new season as the number one. I don't see Sanchez. I mean, Deserby spoke a lot about his distribution, didn't he? And how he thought he was, he was better playing out from the back. And it's so important to his style. I mean, I always like to start with a 4.5 keeper. You know, money's tight at the yeah. start of the season, isn't it? So I'm just kind of just scanning through all of these and thinking, well, well where where won't we find a 4.5? And we might find one, funnily enough, at Everton, Chris, with, with Pickford. Now he's a goalie. I don't mind FPL. You know he tends to make quite a few saves, and there might yeah, be yeah. if he was four point five, he might he might turn out to be a popular pick with those. You can't um, put England's number one at four point five. That's outrageous. You think you, you think he'll go up to five? Yeah, no. no yeah, I, I, mean, I think I think yeah, I think you're right. As, hmm. as we looked about Everton's fixtures earlier as well, and starting off with Villa, maybe but Fulham and Wolves, you know, could we go? I think we'll see a lot more big sheets. You know, dice keeping things tight you know we didn't always get the clean sheet but we were cutting the chances down a lot from when we were under under Lampard so I think I think it, you know Everton defence we mentioned before we look at and Pickford yeah if it is at 4.5 which mm. the live FPL thing does predict as, as it's, its AI yeah, thing yeah. but mm. yeah, who knows right it's, we don't know that then yeah that's not a bad shout at all certainly to start the season mm. um, I think there's I've, also the chance I mean, I mean I don't think he's going to go but there's a chance he goes you know I, I, I guess it depends if he's, I think he's going to stay. I think I think he's not the you know I think of the players they're talking about going. They've let a lot go already, and I think probably Anana's the most likely departure at the moment because um, you know we can make a decent return on that. Um, but yeah, 
There's some chat about Insisto. So we were talking about Brighton earlier. Uh, I, yeah, I think you might mention it, David. I, I had, in, and, and, and you were thinking he should be quite low. I had Insisto at the end of the season. He was quite a, a nice little differential for me. Um, not As you can see from the ranks, not nice enough to be anywhere. This is one of my worst seasons for years. But, but, but you know, I did sit on the, the, the ranks a little bit. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and of course, Embuemo. Sorry, talking about Brentford. Sorry, I'm just picking up from the... <laughs> And Bumo, and Bumo, it's and Bumo, isn't it? And Burmo, um, I think, yeah. And Burmo, yeah. Fuck, well, I got wrong both times. <laughs> um, but he's um, with 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 Tony out. You know, he yeah. stepped up, hasn't he? He stepped up and and and, and notched a, a fair few, few towards the end of the last few games. And and yeah, I, I guess he, they're going to sign someone else. So I don't know. I mean, you know, when how long probably will? Eight months, I think, until next year, basically, isn't it? But the interesting thing with Bumo um, is that. He could be reclassified as a midfielder this year um, oh because God. he obviously played because he played, he played the majority of last season in that kind of wider supporting role, didn't he? And it was only when Tony then got banned that he was kind of playing more of that 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 kind of striker yeah. role. So if he were to be a midfielder this year and he were to be six million or something, there's going to be interested in him if he stays on if he's going to take penalties with Tony out of the team. So. Um, yeah, let's see who they sign. Um, but yeah, that, that's a, that's a really interesting shout. And and we haven't really touched on the newly promoted side. Yeah, go for it. Or halfway. Should we should we go? Should we run through that? Someone's, someone's given a shout out for Luton's keeper, FPL Bateman. Uh, I don't know if that's kind of cheeky, a cheeky, uh, cheeky one. Just expecting save points, well, maybe. I don't know. FPL Bateman is someone who famously went kind of viral on Twitter for saying that if uh, Edison was going to get a clean sheet this week, he was going to rename his daughter Edison. And I think he got in big trouble with his missus. So he's 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 all about the goalkeepers. He's all about the goalkeepers. Is I, I like him. I like him a lot. That's great. <laughs> Who's a, what's the what's the lone goal, Luton goalkeeper? Horvath, uh, Shea, Shea, sorry, and, and Walton. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's four point five goalkeeper there. For so, probably. so watch out, um, FPL Bateman's daughter. You might get another name this year <laughs> if the Luton goalie does well. <laughs> They've actually got. I mean, I'm just scanning the first six for the for the newly promoted ones. They've probably got the pick of the fixtures. I mean, going to Brighton, obviously very tough start. But um, Burnley, Chelsea, West Ham, Fulham, Wolves. I mean, it's yeah, there's tough games in there, of course. But it's not it's not terrible, is it? I mean, when we look at it, I don't think we're ever going to see a newly promoted club and say, "Oh, the fixture is amazing." It's obviously going to be really tough for them. Yeah transitioning up to the top level but just on the yeah I mean we've got Burnley obviously start with Man City then they play Luton but then it's Villa Tottenham Forest Man United so again a bit of a mixed bag um and Sheffield United I mean their first four are actually okay they've got Palace at home home in game week one yeah (laughs) Forest away Man City home Everton at home so that's not terrible for Sheffield United yeah at Bramall Lane fans behind them you know, um, day, which is, we've written about extensively on the site or, or, already. Let's see what he's classified as midfielder forward. Let's get price. But for the first four weeks, I don't hate that. Uh, and then he got Spurs away and then Newcastle at home, which again mm, is quite challenging. I, I think, like, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I must admit, I've not yet started really piling into this the the, the scout content. I, I, I love the preseason stuff. It is the best in the world. But then I'll take the Pep's challenge again. Anyway, it's incredible. All the lineup minutes, or all the data, and all the signings. You just there's nowhere more complete than, um, uh, yeah, no more more complete and on the internet. I don't think, and Amy's got that data. But I haven't yet started piling into the into the, the new clubs, the new uh, teams um, data to kind of start getting a handle on who I should be looking out for. Of the three, you know, if you are going to look for a bit of a wild card, 
not that's the wrong word, a maverick pick. Wildcard, don't do yeah. wildcard game week one, that makes sense. <laughs> if you're looking for a random, you know, could take a bit of a pun. Which of the three sides would you be looking at based on players and, 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 and fixtures, Tom or, or David? If it was me, I think just looking at that now, Sheffield United probably, because I think you get three pretty good fixtures in the first four. Um, so, yeah, I would be probably looking for an attacking punt on, on a Sheffield United player, I think. Yeah. No, cool. For, for me, because because you've mentioned, obviously, the scout content that's available, obviously, the season ticker is a big part of what's going to help people plan. And that will be, be live today as well. And the, and the pre-season stuff, also really useful, tracking those minutes uh, in the first half of the season, in the, in the pre-season going into uh, the, the, the second half of the summer. Um, I think that people probably should be on the lookout for um, 4.5 million starting defenders at Villa and Palace. Now, as I said, the season ticker will do a better job of this than me, but just using my eyes and my brain. I think that there's a decent defensive rotation here uh, because Villa first six are Newcastle away, Everton at home, Burnley away, Liverpool away, Crystal Palace at home, Chelsea away. So what do you not want from that defensively? You don't want to start a Villa defender game week one, four or six because there are away games to Newcastle, Liverpool and Chelsea. And then the, and then uh, two, three and five, you've got Everton at home, Burnley away, Palace at home. Really nice for defence. Then game week, uh, then for Palace... Uh, so we need a team that's got nice defensive fixtures in one, four and six. So Palace, game week one away to Sheffield United, game week four at home to Wolves and game week six at home to Fulham. And so if we can get a 4.5 in both of those defences, that I think could be the first defensive pairing that I've, that I've, I've spotted. And, and I've checked those fixtures are correct. I have double checked them before I've now given them a name drop. But it's those sorts of things that will really make the difference when you're building your game week one squad is to identify those 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 pairings uh, so that you don't have to make as many changes in game week three and four because the guy that you need to come in to cover you in that area, you've already got them. Um, and so it's that sort of thing the season ticket is going to help you with, right? And it's those, you know, the devil's in the details. That's the, the difference that, that can, you know, make up the ground. Obviously, we're all biased here, but that's a big, big part of what's uh, really useful about scout membership. And I will now hand back to you guys to agree with me and continue extolling the benefits of being a scout member. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, I well, agree, David, though. Yeah, because, sorry, Chris, just really quickly. I don't want to be messing about with my goalies and my defenders in the first six weeks. I'd rather kind of get those rotations in place, get the players in, and I can focus transfers in midfield and forward. So, yeah, the, the, the season ticker is um, probably my most, most viewed page between now and the start of the season. Um, and that's going to be absolutely key to getting off to a good start. No, and, and yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, we are the, the, the scout membership for what you get from the articles, from the exclusive video, from the tools, from the data. It's the most complete offering. It's an incredible value. It's the, the best value on, on, out there. Um, and I think that's because we spend the, the, what we get what increasingly as we've gone over the years, we've just invested money back into getting you know, the, the best writers and, and trying to evolve the tools. And we've got some new stuff we're in this season, which we'll be talking about soon. And 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 that's where we focus. We we're focusing on serving the community. We're not focused on, you know, uh, monetizing everybody regressively, or we're not focused necessarily on hiring in <clears throat> professional footballers to, to to do some gimmicks and stuff. We are really about serving the community, and that's what we're about. And I, I do think, you know, that's why we're very grateful for the support we get from, from from members. And we are still committed, as we have been for the last twelve years, to to just trying to build, trying to make this game more enjoyable and give us all a bit of an edge. Or, um, and you know, uh, and feed our kind of hunger and our kind of obsession really that's what we're all about and the members area you know people can we're really we, we give a lot away for free and we will continue to do that because we want to serve the community but 
there's a lot more in the members area and a lot more cool stuff coming to watch this space too so so yeah so that's me picking up on, on that thing do like and subscribe the feed we, because I'm, I'm so rubbish at youtube i need to keep saying that please if you enjoy that us uh sitting here what considering uh these fixtures and these sort of this sort of content please do like and subscribe just helps us do more really so um what else is there anything else we need to cover we obviously only got the first six here and we, we're not going to be able to talk too much longer because people have because tom's actually got to go away by like a million articles about what's going on um uh, and we've all got other, other stuff to do so we are just focusing on the first six there'll be a lot more content i guess in the next today and the next yeah. few days looking at fixture swings looking at longer um longer term fixtures and stuff but is there anything else you want to talk about on the, the first six here we've there's a few clubs we haven't looked at we haven't looked at west ham european champions oh, yeah, good champ uh, yeah yeah Champions League champions like they're 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 first they're at a home that's right they're away to Bournemouth then home to Chelsea away to Brighton uh, away uh, to Luton and then Man City and Liverpool so not not um, Bournemouth's not away it's not a bad Chelsea home who knows what that's going to be like Brighton away not so great and uh, but then Luton away could be interesting before City and Liverpool I don't there's anybody from the West Ham side that's leaping out at you. Um, after last season or are we still just, is that just a what a certain wait till somebody kind of emerges again well but bowen's a player i always like and um, aqueta as well finished the season quite strongly but i'm not sure if the fixtures are quite good enough for me not tasty enough for me i don't think there's some four out of those six are, are really tricky aren't they i think we'll be able to get a bit of better value somewhere else but later on let's see how they you know rice he's probably not going to be there is he so they're going to be bringing a new central midfielder in so yeah, I think we've got enough time with those fixtures to see how it's like, see how they're playing, and and tactically to see what they're doing, and then and then make a decision. Um, that's my initial impressions, anyway. Um, yeah. And anything from Wolves? Does that I mean? I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's hard it's to get. To, yeah. No offense. It's hard to get a bit excited about. about I feel like yeah. Wolves could either end up in another relegation fight, or they could end up overperforming because I think that there was green shoots of like. Um, possible resurgence under Lopetegui uh, in the sort of late spring. And I think they were really unlucky. There was a number of games where I feel like the referee associations were kind of just like Wolves were just getting an apology pretty much every week. Um, I, I think that um, actually if those decisions hadn't gone the way they had, they might have finished even higher. And we would have been at the end of the season talking about them as being one of the teams that did well in the second half of the season, perhaps under the radar or whatever. Um, so I think that they've got they need to definitely invest. The transfer window will be big for them. So if they can get two or three key signings, they really need a goal scorer, obviously. Um, but I think that they have a lot of the tools there to be hard to beat um, because they did get a couple of clean sheets as well. I think that people will sleep on them. And I think that um, they probably are right to do that at the beginning because their fixtures aren't nice. So United away, uh, Brighton at home is is obviously no longer a, a particularly nice fixture anymore. Everton away uh, is a little bit nicer. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> um, so three and four, you know, Everton and Palace away, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're okay, but they are away from home. Liverpool at home again at five, so that's not nice either. Luton away game week six. So they could be a team that we that we maybe look at for game week three or four onwards and then you just maybe bench your, your Wolves player for game week five and have them against those other other teams. But yeah, those four, them being uh, away from home for four of the first six makes it hard to invest in them. I think that that will obviously um, be counterbalanced with them having a, they'll have a patch of, of lots of home games and it might be that period that yeah. we then go in on Wolves. Um, because as I said, 
I still think that there's two parallel universes, right? There's one where Wolves get relegated this year and there's one where they finish seventh and qualify for Europe. I think that either of those things could happen because they just seem like a team where that could happen. Either way, I just don't know which of those two parallel universes we live in and we'll need game weeks one through six to find out yeah, which it's one not, we're in. We know it's going to rush in Wolves. One, no. one, one last team we didn't talk about, I think, it's probably the last one we haven't covered, but I'm interested in because obviously we, one of the problems with, with, with FPL at the moment is is the forward options and mid-price and... You know, obviously, you know, we had we had a few more coming through, so we've got the you know the Brighton forwards and, and, and Watkins being great. But um Fulham, Mitrovic came back looking hungry at the end, didn't he? And he had a he had a pretty good season. Um, you know, it, is that his best season in the Premier League? I think it probably was, despite being yeah. some achieved of it. So they've yeah. got away to Everton, obviously, so terrible first match for them, never mind. Uh home to Brentford. Uh, away to Arsenal and Man City, uh, three and four. Home to Luton in five, and away to Palace in six. So, I know is Mitrovic someone we're going to be looking at early on. I mean, is it a way to a way to Everton, home to Brighton, away to Arsenal? Is that are we, is that just not exciting enough for, to to bring Mitra in, depending on what he's priced at? Not not personally for me, but game week five, I, I'd like to look at the fixtures beyond six as well. But Luton Palace seems like a good couple of fixtures. Great yeah. player to own when it when he has those fixtures for Fulham. He's a great player to have. Yeah. Probably have a bit of a price hike, seven million or something like that. Do we think maybe I haven't got the live FPL predictions in front of live me? Live FPL says um, seven and a half, but again, yeah, so it's just you know, it's all, know. The, all the kind of credits. It's not. It's it's just that it's an AI thing. It could be anything, and, and no, it's not like yeah. I don't think FPL use a purely AI model. I think they they do base it on that. Um, Thanks, new classrooms. Do hit the like button if you found this enjoyable. Even if you didn't find it enjoyable in the form, do hit the like button. What have you got to lose? It's not hurting you, is it? I yeah, mean, it's you know, absolutely it's free. <laughs> it's absolutely free. Um, but yeah, I think we've. Is there anything else we've not covered off, David? Sorry, you, we've talked a lot. So you, you just do all the hard work. No, what well, I should say, thank anything you for like thank you for chinwagging whilst I was doing that. That was that was really really useful. So that, yeah, much appreciated. But in terms of yeah, other stuff, as you mentioned, we we have only really looked at the first six here because it's very very difficult to assimilate the next six as part of it so um i suppose i mean i could hand over to you tom to give us more detail but there'll be a lot of articles on the website going into detail and stuff like this in terms of the video we're going to yeah. have a video on on rotation pairings and then when the fixture swing is going into that in more detail so yeah tom there's probably even more detail on on site the the advantage of, of written word is you can you can go on for much longer yeah, yeah. I think uh, if you go on the site now, I'm obviously live now, but I'm, I'd expect an announcement story going up where, that Neil's put together. We'll have throughout the day, we'll have the best fixtures, best first six, worst um, worst first six as well. And then we'll be also be looking at like captaincy rotations, budget rotations, that kind of thing. So yeah, loads of content on Scout today. And um, every few hours, we should have a new article dropping Um analyzing all of those, those parts and then you can start piecing it together we haven't got the prices like you say we're expecting that probably early july something like that but you can still start to get an idea of um the premium options you're going to want the budget rotation so it feels like it starts here the next season so we can get those ranks off the screen now david yeah wipe those yeah, yeah. I, don't, start, I don't i think, so. I think you've added an extra digit to mine <laughs> don't worry about it I, my, my sincere apologies um i hadn't you'll had... keep you'll keep you'll keep yours until what august probably david yeah? oh yeah right. absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah you, you've rumbled me what can i say <laughs> No, I don't blame you at all. Great finish. So, but yeah, no, it does feel like the season, the new season starts here now with these fixtures. So exciting times. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree. I'm, I'm, I'm already starting. To, my brain's already kind of rolling through my initial uh, transfer plan. We've got a couple of players on, on, on 
scout and uh, more news on that soon. Uh, but we we yeah. will, we will be uh, building a, 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 a new plan into the actual members area, um, which is going to be coming before the start of the season. So that will be that'll be something to watch out right. for. Um, um, and you know, like with most things we do, there'll be a free version of, of a lot of what we do, but we'll also have a augmented uh, version for members that has much more data in it, and you can mess around with a lot more. So. But yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty excited about that. And uh, yeah, excited to start tinkering. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I've just stuck up on the screen one last time, just that that uh, call to action for people to, to let them know that, yeah, the Fantasy Football Scout membership, what it can give them. And so, yeah, don't forget to check that out today and sign up for the new season. It will have a massive impact on your rank. I can absolutely... Um, uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm personally, I feel like I'm testament to that because I used to be rubbish at FPL and then I got a scout membership and all of a sudden managed to get a 10k finish. So, you know, that's that's the impact it will have. It will help you win at FPL, help you beat your mates and get ahead of the curve as well. Today is the day where it all starts and so make sure you're you're signed up uh, to everything that Scout can, can help deliver on that. So, yeah, uh, just a quick shout out to the other content we've got on the channel. So um, we've mentioned a couple of the, the new faces that have come to the Premier League. So we've got a scout report on Mark Flecken, the new goalkeeper at Brentford. We've got uh, some analysis from McAllister going to Liverpool we've got some analysis on the new Spurs manager as well so a lot of those things we've touched on you can get a bit more detail on the other videos as well stay tuned for uh, videos on defensive uh, rotations once the uh, once we've had a chance to really look at everything properly and and put that jigsaw piece together we'll have a video on that as well and we'll also have something on when the fixtures are going to change and when your first wild card uh, could potentially uh, come into play uh, with that um as well so there's there's, there's plenty to, to plenty to stick you to, to stick your teeth into um but yeah anything you guys want to add before before we let these guys probably get on with their working day we've we've probably got them in trouble with their bosses keeping them you know on the on the video for a whole hour but yeah anything else you guys want to add uh, i was just going to say thanks to the, the people that, that uh, popped in to, to offer comments and uh and uh, I, I think a lot of uh, always always got a lot of love so thank you everybody in the chat for, for coming in and, and uh, offering your insights much appreciated yeah, I'd echo that as well. Yeah, no, it's been fun to jump on and kind of get that initial reaction. And now we can go away, take it all in, really start analysing those fixtures. And um, yeah, no doubt be on another video soon um, discussing it in further detail. No. Mm. Yeah. This is absolutely the place, yeah, to stay for the rest of the day uh, for people if they want to, uh, yeah, digest all that information. And the one last thing I will just add is that obviously the Fantasy Football Scout season ticker as well, which is the thing that is going to help you ascertain a lot of that information that we've discussed about defensive rotation pairings and and when the fixtures are going to change and uh, what you want to do with your captaincy. Uh, that tour will be live uh, to uh, later today, uh, so make sure you head to the members area to check uh, that out as well. And we've got a nice little preview of it on on the screen, so that gives you an idea of what it's going to look like. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, with that, I'll let you find folks get on with the rest of your your day which hopefully will involve a lot of uh, FPL content um, and we will see you next time. Mm -hmm.